Liftoff will start in T minus 10 seconds. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. We have ignition. Ahoy, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening. Me and Bandit have something kind of neat planned for you this evening. Uh, this young lady reached out to me, uh, this Miss, Miss Debbie here this evening, and she told me that she has kind of figured out how to put all of history in chronological order, which, I mean, you're, I know you're looking at me or listening to me and going, well, what are you talking about, Jim? It already is. And, well, not really. You know, I've, I've covered this in past episodes. I've covered this over on TikTok and stuff like this before, you know, uh, our timelines are very messed up and I think it has a lot to do with uh, the indoctrination of people in this country and, and, you know, trying to mess with people's minds and stuff, but that's a different subject for a different night. Um, I think though that, you know, it's, it's a, it's very ne necessary to know the actual chronological history, you know, order of history, because then you can get a better perspective of when things actually happened and see that it's not so linear. You know, you, you wouldn't, you know, there's been things I've pointed out to people before in the past. One that is a great example I love to point out. And I was actually pointing it out to Debbie before we got started here is that, you know, cowboys and Indians were going on the same time that the industrial revolution was going on and like the East coast and the West coast and stuff like that. People don't, people don't realize while custard was making his last stand, there were men, you know, men building giant bridges and skyscrapers in New York city. Like these are things yes. that were happening side by side and you don't, you know, you really don't get a good grasp for that. And, and so I thought it would be interesting to bring her on here because she can put it in chronological order for you. And that, <laughs> I think that's amazing. So how are you doing this evening, Debbie? So far, so good. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, I, I appreciate you joining us this evening. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Is there, um, you mind giving uh, the listeners and watchers a little bit of story about yourself so we can know who we're talking to? Um, yeah, well, my name's Deborah Stevens. Um, I'm a mother and a grandmother. Um, and uh, let's see, I'm from Alaska, born and raised. <laughs> yeah, living in Florida right now, but you know. <laughs> oh, what a change. Right, yeah. <laughs> But my bigger part, you know, for, for putting the world together in chronological order, the bigger part was just, I got, I was just tired of being lied to. I, you know. I, as I think all of us are. Mm -hmm. Tired of being lied to. So I figured there had to be a way to do it and I figured it out. So. <laughs> no, no. And, and so I guess I, what, uh, what led you to wanting to figure this out? Like what, what, what started this whole venture? Well, like I said, just feeling uneducated, feeling like, okay, I'm 50 whatever years old and I still don't understand history. And how am I going to figure out the world in front of me if I don't know, you know, how I got here? You know, I mean, we're human, you know, and, but it still was difficult to, to try to think, you know, think straightforward when you're trained not to think that way. 
Sure. You know, I'm, I, you know, it's, it's, it's a big saying that I, you know, I say, and I, I hear a lot of people saying that we're doomed to repeat history. And I think that's mm-hmm. only the, only the case if we are taught it incorrectly and incorrectly. Thank and, you. And I see like right now, like things happening again in like, you know, current times that mm-hmm. have happened in history. And I think the only reason that they're happening is because we were lied to about how, about, you know, they yes. came to fruition to begin with. So, mm-hmm. and putting it in chronological order, you can't, uh, you know, that, that leaves very room, very little room for lying. Thank you. Very, very little room for anybody else to ever lie to you. An academic will never be able to lie to you. A historian, a geologist, an archaeologist, a biologist, they will not be able to lie to you anymore. They cannot. <laughs> no, no, that's fantastic. So, so I, I, I see you have the timeline. You know, you sent that uh-huh. to me, of course, and I'll, I'll make mm-hmm. sure that we get it, we get it shared for folks, other folks to check it out. But that's your, that's your timeline that you've, you've created. I've got that's I guess, one right? I've created. You know, it's there are timelines out there by the dozen. So it's not like this particular one is the best one. It's just the one I use because that's how I put it together. Like I said, you can find a dozen. dozens of them out there but they still will not put it chronologically it still is some way amok until you start understanding the fact that we live in 20 in a 24-hour period we always have and we always will okay so with that concept in mind like i said then you can put then you can start dropping the information in the right slots on this on this particular timeline so um i know that like today we're having a hard time trying to figure out where we are financially in the world okay sure so what i did was now that everybody gets everybody understands right 24 hours all seven or eight billion of us probably now we all live in this 24 hours sure so so what i ended up doing was taking I was listening to the news and they're talking about, oh, where's the money coming? Where's the money going? How do we, how did this get this bad? Okay. So everybody always says, follow the money, right? So we're going to follow the money. Um, Everybody knows what a trading post is, right? Back in the very early part of our country, very, very early part of the earth, we had what was called trading posts. Um, trading houses, factories, whatever you want to call them. Um, Prior to them actually being called trading posts, they were actually called, and I'm not going to pronounce it because it's French and German and something else. But in in 1599, or just prior to 1599, there were companies called VOCs. Now, it's like a trading post. Basically, all that happened was this country, the Dutch, the Swedish, the Italians, the, the Chinese um, had documents or had, had things that they took to the trading post and then they traded. Okay. Now, right about 1600, when the, D- the Dutch East Indian Company was formed in 1602, um, the company countries that made up that trading post decided to sell not just the products that they were trading, but they decided to sell the trading post as, as a 
sell seats, if you will, bonds, stocks and bonds, okay? So you had a trading post, then you had all these different governments in there. And then, like I said, they made an agreement, okay? And then so everybody went there and they traded, right? Everybody did their trade. We can follow history. Um, let's see. In 1609, you have what's called the Amsterdam, the, the Bank of Amsterdam, by uh, Henry Hudson, who was also part of the East Indian Company. All right. Other, other um, rich persons, like say like a, um, Oppenheimer, Rothschilds, um, other big family names at that time in history, okay, mostly Jewish, if you'll notice, they were mostly Jewish, but they put together a company of these trading posts. And then eventually those trading posts became the New York Stock Exchange. 24 of those countries are, are what you call seats. So 24 seats run the New York Stock Exchange. And family members like Oppenheimer, Rothschilds, all have, all have seats within the stock exchange. Sure. And they pass their seats down to family members. Like, I mean, they're royal families. So are we talking about the New York Stock Exchange or are we talking about Wall Street? Because I know the story about why right? Wall Street is called Wall Street. Wall Street, New York. Right. Those 24 seats, okay, that originally started the Wall Street, if you will, which became the New York Stock Exchange. Okay, those companies figured out how to control the world, the world's oil, the world's gold, the world's 41,000 companies that are part of the New York Stock Exchange today, whatever companies they might be. But anyway, when those trading posts got together, made up, basically they were countries. And that's why they say today that, you know, oh, we're not a country, we're a company. Sure. <laughs> and that's why, that's why, okay. you know, now, is it still the same? Because in, in 2007, the New York Stock Exchange became a public company and they did change some rules, but now you can really go back and find them. You don't have to worry about, oh, what year was that? How many, what month? You can go back in 24-hour increments to find whatever it is you need to find. So, so let me that ask, how, how far back does your timeline start? All the way back. All the way back? All the way back to the beginning. And, and I say that because if, here's my timeline, right? Yes, ma'am. If I want to go from 1 BC to 65 billion years, I can. Now, history or I'm gonna say the Catholic Church because the Catholic Church <laughs> made concordances or treaties or papal bulls with countries as they were coming down, right? Right through here. As they were coming down, the Catholic Church made treaties with countries like Italy, like Venezuela, like, America, okay? And the treaty, like I said, the Treaty of Tour, what is that called? 
Treaty of what? Tordesillas. When you go to look at that, which was written over here in 1400, right? 1490 AD, okay? That agreement took, or the Catholic Church and Spain and Portugal made an agreement that they were going to divide the world in half, make it a southern hemisphere and a northern hemisphere. Then they were going to add the equators, the prime meridians, the, the tropic of cancer, like I was saying earlier. The Catholic Church has dominion over that knowledge. Okay. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. We made mention in uh, past episodes before about like the, uh, you know, like the catacombs and stuff underneath the mm -hmm. Vatican that are just mm -hmm. slammed full of information that's locked away from people's, you know, eyes to eyes. Know, never see. Right, right. And, and, and that information, like I said, you know, we can follow it where it came from, right? So if, if Jesus died in 33 and a half AD, according to the Catholic Church, then his death records should be somewhere in their paperwork. And it is. Sure. We could find it. We just can't have access to all of it. But we know it's there. And we know that the world runs on a 24-hour uh, or 12-hour time period. Or my bad, it's 24. <laughs> so, okay. So, anyway, going there, like I said, we followed the money. Okay. So, we followed the money a little bit. We found out that, you know, in, in the early... I mean, let's go even to the early 1200s AD where Oppenheimer and all of them were their tax records. That's how you can follow them backwards too. They have tax records that you can follow. <clears throat> um, Rothschilds, he was considered the father of uh, financial history, the international financial. Um, what we do today is based on the Rothschilds. Um, dealings or rules and regulations on financing. And we still follow those rules. The Rothschilds are like seventh, eighth generation dealing in our banks across the world, not just here in America. Oh, sure. They're oh, sure. globally. So the Rothschilds, the Oppenheimers, all of them, swabs, they have global control of the money. So, yeah, right. So when, I think when, there's only like I think there's only two countries left in the world, two or three left in the world that don't have a central banking system. I think right. there's only two or three. One and of which I know is North Korea. Middle North East. Korea. Oh, well, look what happened when Libya mentioned what happened to Muammar Gaddafi when Libya mentioned that they were moving away from or would not institute a central banking system. Yep. Muammar Gaddafi was immediately violently removed from power. And I think Iraq was the same way mm -hmm. when uh, Saddam Hussein refused to uh, acknowledge a central banking system. Yep. Um, Syria. I think a lot of those Middle Eastern stronghold countries were the last yeah. ones to just, if you notice it, it was, it was a domino effect of removal of, um, we removed the bad dictator. Yes. <laughs> um, but and I think didn't... Cuba, I think Cuba still doesn't have a central banking. And I well, think they... that's why the embargo is still in place. Okay. Okay. And that makes sense. I think so. 
Yeah. And that's I think and then, North Korea and Cuba is it. Yeah. Follow the paperwork, follow the money. Right. And you mm -hmm. can, and now you can, you don't have a bunch of people going like, well, where do I start? Where, how do I figure this out? I got to start from somewhere. There is a starting point for everything an ending and a beginning point. Right. Um, so that's when I say follow the money, that's what I mean. Let's go follow it first. Let's find out where it came from. Okay. The big picture. Um, another, uh, another way to uh, let's see, look at the money, follow uh, abortion issues. Another big example of this Roe versus Wade, right? This is a huge issue. And a lot of it is the younger kids that I see out there, these poor little girls don't know what they're talking about. I don't think they've done their history, but it's all right. <clears throat> but when you start talking about abortion and or mental health issues, I'm going to say the same thing. Let's go back to the year 1500 BC, way back here, because the Egyptians actually have recorded documentation about abortions in those days, okay? In the time, in the 1500 BCs. Um, 1842, the Sun Magazine was advertising abortions here in America. Um, from 1870 to 1924, the Soviet Union under Vladimir Lenin also uh, was a modern country where it came to legalize abortion and you could have them on demand. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? Uh, let's see. There's the, the, in 1927, Buck versus Bell. It was a sterilization program where they were sterilizing people without their knowledge. Then you're coming down to Roe versus Wade. Uh, seven, uh, 1973, uh, where Norman McRae, who we know is Jane Rowe, uh, hired lawyers to hired lawyers to um, what I'm looking for to hired lawyers, and they were fighting against Henry Wade. He was the lawyer. Wade was the lawyer. Jane was the the person, the child, or the woman who wanted the abortion. But anyway, um, going trying just to just to try to get people to go back in time. Look how long abortions have been around. Look how long society has been doing abortions. All right, Roe versus Wade is just like I said. It, it, once people understand that it's a it's the government just giving back the problem to the states, right? <laughs> but again, when you, when you start, when you can follow the paperwork, do the research, it's not something hidden. It's out there for everyone. Um, mental health issues. That's another thing that seems to be huge. And again, let's go back to 1900 B.C., during the time of, uh, again, Moses, Moses and the Mosaic laws, the Ten Commandments you had, or the 613, however you want to look at it. Um, then we're coming down to 700, 400 BC, where we have uh, the Greeks, where they're, they're Greek medicine, right? Hippocrates comes along. He's one of the ones that rejects the idea of spiritism in medicine. 
He's like, no, that's rigid, you know, supernaturalism that, you know, that's not part of real medicine. Um, during the Middle Ages, about 476, we had the, the Catholics were going through some serious turmoil, um, superstition, astrology, uh, you know, all kinds of crazy things were taking hold in the world the Catholics had to get control of because they were the ones in charge of the world. Um, so the Catholics don't have a, an actual stand on mental illness. They just, you know, pray, you know, and have people come over and pray over you. That's, sure. that's the mentality of the Catholics. Um, in 1555, like I said, Nostradamus came along, sort of confused mankind a little bit. Um, you could say he put a little anxiety in mankind, right? With that kind of philosophy. Um, then you have all the different churches that come along. Um, let's see. And the American Psychological Associate, Association magazine dubbed it um, climate change, eco-anxiety. So a person's anxiety has anxiety about, about, has anxiety about the end of the world, which also, you know, is a Catholic teaching. <laughs> you know, it all just keeps coming around. Yeah, but, yeah. right. Um, then, of course, we have the, the other parts that are, are causing mental anxiety in our, in our society, which is the whole LGBT and Q community issues. Because, you know, the Catholics also, <laughs> because they are the ones that say they, you know, well, we are taking on the responsibility of the spiritual part of the world, then their stand should, you know, be what biblically what the Bible says. But, you know, the Pope called in 2013 that we should be more, um, more accepting of, of gay people within the church. Okay. Um, so that's, I mean, that's looking at mental health. All right. Follow the money, go back to the beginning of time, follow health, go back to the beginning of the mental. Um, well, uh, you know, IRS is another good, another thing that's going on in the world that seems to be bothering people, the, the national rifle Association. And again, let's go back in time. The first weapon was in the stone age, right? <laughs> then you're going to come down to, the Copper Age, the Bronze Age, the Iron Age, you know, and that's all BC. 1000 BC, the Okay. That's okay. So then, um, let's see. Where were we? NRA. So let's follow the NRA. Then, you know, we had the written constitution oh in seven, 1791. Um, Bill of Rights. Uh, <clears throat> then you're coming down to, you know, 1861, where the Americas were, like you were saying earlier in the show, that uh, so much was going on in the Western times. Uh, what was his name? The. Uh, what was that show? We watch it all the time. Uh, what the Wyatt the Earps Tombstone, right? So Tombstone at that time, we've all seen the show. Tombstone was not a state, and it was not part of the union at the time. So any laws that they were making 
regarding, you know, handguns and, you know, the enforcement of where you can and cannot carry a gun was all being played out literally, you know, and, and the herbs had a lot to do with cleaning up the wild west. You know, there's a lot of the laws that they put in place, you know, was that you couldn't carry a gun into a school. You couldn't carry it into a store. You can't carry it anywhere. And eventually it's why even bother carrying a gun. And then of course, now we're back to the, here we are carrying guns again. And who said that we can't carry guns? (laughs) Um, Let's see. Um, just little, little things like, um, in 1867 to 1942, the Parker brothers, also known as Parker brothers, manufacturing Parker brothers, guns became Remington's, the Remington arms company. Um, you know, the guns were so common back in the day that you could buy them at Sears and Roebuck for crying out loud with a 20 year warranty and a 60 day you know, trial. You could get a mail order. Yeah, you could get the mail the order. catalog. Thank you. And like, again, way back then, and now modern laws went to that particular state and went, oh, we can't have I, that. I lived in one of those old Sears Robux houses, those ones that you could order right. and they deliver yeah. to you. They deliver, they to deliver you a build? Together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, lived, I lived near an old mill down here in Georgia for a little while, and that in the old little mill town that was right there with the mill was all those Sears Roebuck houses that you, you, you could, you could literally order it and they would bring order it to it. you on a train yep. and they could just put it together in like a day or two. And boom, you yep. had a, you a, had a nice house. house, you know, I mean, yeah. a lot nicer even than a lot of the, 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 the stick stick houses that they build today out of just yeah. kind of yeah. garbage lumber. Like it, it's, it's crazy well, to see how far we've, you know, when, when talking about time like this, it's crazy to see how far we've come, you know, as far as, you know, like, you know, the, the things that we make and the technology that we mm-hmm. do and stuff like this. I, I was, I was having a conversation earlier today, actually with a guy that I work with. And I was like, you know, in today's world, I think that a brand name means less to me than anything else because your brand names are looking for the quickest, cheapest way to make a buck and create a customer that's going to return where mm-hmm. your at-home brands are trying to make you a quality product that you hopefully don't have to, don't replace, have to replace for a really long time. And yes. and I think I think we've lost a lot of a lot of this along the way. And we like have. you know personally I think the same people that are behind the misconstruing of history and and the corporatization of life mm-hmm. are one and the same. You know, like yes. you keep saying to look at the money and follow it back and you know I mean I I go I like to branch off further than just than just like the Rothschilds and stuff like that. You know, there's there's 13 different bloodlines that you can actually yes. look up. I, I have a link on my flow page that I that I share everywhere for people to check out that has that exact document. And Lineage, when start, good. When you start digging um, through that document, you see there are there are so many of the same people that have been in charge for years and not only, not only passing it down through family, but like these families intermingling and making sure that they stay, they, they keep the money. Well, let's yes. even take it one step further. And like, I like to say those 13 families are more than likely not the ones in charge. Oh yes, of course. The real people in charge are the ones you've never seen before. Well, they're, 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 they're they're generations their upon generations, like yeah, nepotism. Yeah, their their exactly names what are it not. Is. Yeah, their names aren't recorded. 
Uh, there's no evidence of them anywhere. They don't carry. They don't carry any identification. They don't use regular money. Yep. Um, these are the real people in charge. Anything that's been recorded in history, how, however much truth you you know, uh, however much it. faith you put into history, written history, um, the, these people are recorded in history. Well, Anyone and then who's ha- ever been recorded in history aren't the ones in charge. But we know who they are. I mean, like I said, I I can go back and I can say, okay, well, let me go back to say 1200 AD, and I'm going to look up some of that Oppenheimer tax records. Yeah, some of well, it's going to get lost. I know you've got those 13 families, but mm-hmm. they may be in charge to an extent. But they're, they're generations not later. Right. Yeah, they're not completely in charge. There are other right. people that aren't part of these thirteen families that are really right. in charge. They're bought. They bought into mm-hmm. the concept. Whether they bought a seat sitting in, you know, the New York Stock Exchange or the Amsterdam Stock Exchange or the Chinese Nasdaq, whatever. Yeah, you know, those those seats are bought and paid for. You know, by the rich. And like I said, if they didn't, if they didn't inherit their spot, they bought it. You know, so um, my 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 thing with the t- my timeline is that it, it's you cannot be lied to. Yes, they can say that. Oh well, you know, maybe it was ten years before. Maybe it was ten years later. You know, you know, according to the this uh, what do they use in geology to to measure rocks? Uh, carbon dating, right? Maybe they'd come up with some other way to date, you know, humans and stuff. I, I don't think so. But the thing is, is they cannot change the fact that we live in a 24-hour period. The sun comes up and the moon comes up. And like I said, we can trace things. And, and like I said, we, and plus we, should, we need to start looking at things from this different perspective. Like I said, looking at history chronologically can be done yes information gets hidden but it can be found um another one other point i wanted to bring up one of the last points i really wanted to um touch on was racism you know i'm native american so feel a little bit more comfortable kind of talking about it but when we look at racism today it hasn't changed nothing is changing we keep looking at the same thing over and over again. What happened? What happened? How do we change it? How do we make it better? Right? <clears throat> so if we take racism and we look at it from a different perspective, we're going to look at it from a, a religious person's perspective or, or a creationist perspective and an evolutionist perspective. Okay. So if you're looking at, at, racism from say a spiritual human perspective a creationist is someone who believes in the bible right the holy roman catholic church teaches in catholicism in their catholicism classes that a catholic can either believe in the literal six days 24 hour period or they can accept that the earth in its evolution theory, but that God had, had been watching over what's been going on. Right. Yeah. So, um, Adam and Eve, they were real. 
So, okay. And so a person who believes the Bible, right? So they also believe the theory of um, 400 BC when Noah landed, his great grandson, Nimrod, uh, who built the Tower of Babel um, at this point in history. Uh, and again, you'll have to read the account, but at some point in time during this time period, God and his son come to earth, see the tower and what's going on. So God confuses the language. He doesn't change the color of the race, but he confuses the language, which causes racism. Okay. But that does not come for till much later in life. Um, so let's see. So, okay, so from that perspective, a creationist perspective, and so an evolutionist will look at, oh, and, and then if, if you're a creationist, at some point you believe that we addressed racism via the Civil War and, you know, the, the abolishment of slavery. That was when, say, a, a creationist would stop and say, oh, yeah, well, we addressed that issue. So an evolutionist is someone we know who believes in the theory of natural selection, right? Natural selection. Um, natural selection, you know, the whole uh, primal ooze theory that we evolved out of the primal ooze of this world. And if that's the case, then that's where color comes from. If you're an evolutionist, then that's where you believe color comes from, from primordial ooze, right? And so then how did we take that concept and still were able to cause, we still were able to dominate man because of his color, you know, under say this atheist theory. Still, we ended up, in the same place, whether you're a creationist or an evolutionist, we're still at the same place, racism. All right. So now if you're an evolutionist, you know, your race comes from primordial ooze and, you know, red, yellow, black, and white were the races that survived, right? <laughs> if you want to look at it that way. But like I said, if you're a creationist, then you believe that Jesus and God came down, confused the language, picked those people up that he confused the language and put them on different parts of the earth which eventually caused the racism. Okay. So looking at that, you know, looking at racism from that perspective or from those perspectives, how do you change it? How are you going to change it? If you, if you look at it differently, like, well, racism from a, a evolutionist point of view just seems kind of stupid. Why'd we do it? But from a spiritual perspective, perspective you can like look at the bible and kind of read it and oh well that's where it came from and but not really again being able to go back in time looking at documents in the with the thought process of okay 24 hours this happened yesterday this is the day before so on and so forth um there's so many other points you know like curriculum curriculum is another well, you know, looking at curriculum differently. We don't need to keep following these, these academics that put the facts out here. Is that, does that make sense? 
Is that kind of making sense? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. I, I understand that. Okay. So, I mean, literally, that's my whole thing. And like I said, it, when, when you stop and, you know, think things through, try to go back from the beginning of time. You know, don't just take for, you know, facts that or take for granted or what the, what, what don't take it for, yeah, granted that what they're telling you, what something's telling you is the truth. Right. And we all know that one. History, (laughs) history is written by the, you know, the people in charge. Exactly. You know, um, you can't even put, it's, I, I put a small amount of faith in the uh, written history mm-hmm. that is shown to us in uh, history books throughout, you know, grade yeah. school all the way through when I was in college. Uh, I, I put minimal faith in what was in the written history that they showed and, us. And why? Can I ask you why? Well, why you uh, didn't? Because it's written by <laughs> the people that won. Mm-hmm. It's written by p- any war that has been won. The winning side wrote history wrote mm-hmm. the history mm-hmm. uh the people in charge that are uh that can easily manipulate your uh social media that can easily right. manipulate the mainstream media the news channels they bought and paid for everything they mm-hmm. have bought and paid for news articles to be put out uh yep. they have influenced medical decisions that have uh historical impacts they've uh you know, they have bought and paid politicians, judges, everything. Um, these are the same people that are controlling your history. Uh-huh. So I have minimal, minimal faith, uh, faith yeah. in, in what is written down. Um, there are pieces, there are pieces that are undeniable, mm-hmm. but a, a large portion is just the real, the real stuff is there. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that the real stuff is not recorded because right. it really, it is. He has a shut and let her talk, though. <laughs> Oops. Hello? Laura Jean? <laughs> Hi there. It's my, it's my friend, Laura. Hi there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, you know, for me, this, this, the concept of the 24 hours is, you know, is, is a for real thing for me. So, like I said, when I teach history or when I explain it, I can explain it that way. People understand it. But like you're saying, you know, there's a lot of stuff that isn't written. Um, you know, like uh, when, when uh, in American history, and I love American history, <laughs> um, I'm going to go back to the beginning, 1492, Christopher Columbus, you know, beginning of um, the Americas. In 1620, the Mayflower contract was written. Um, we have in 1635 when the first school, first government or public school was in, uh, the first actual law regarding education was called the Old Deluder Satan Act. Okay, and that was written in 1642 and it was actually part of our educational system. But the, the act itself, inside of the act, it said that we human beings need to not be uh, we need to understand history. We need to understand knowledge and scriptures and that parents were actually responsible for teaching the children that. And, you know, if the parents didn't teach them that and civil law, because it was all part of the uh, coming of the Americas, um, 
they would have their children even taken away from them where they would never see them again. You know, if they weren't teaching the children appropriately. So, um, you know, education in this country was, was not easy. John Locke uh, was a gentleman who was interested in how our brains worked. You know, what are we born with content or are we blank slates? And that is exactly what the entire Department of Education has been doing with us here in America. Let's try this theory. Let's try this educational theory. Let's try that one. Let's scare them this way. Let's, you know, it's, it's been going on since the very beginning of our, our country's education system. I mean, I guess I could go on and on. I have a list of just all the different, okay, the different you know, names. That's, that, you know, right? I mean, that's, and that, I, I, I do. I, I, I just, I find it extremely interesting that you actually, you know, like took the time to mm -hmm. sit down and put, you know, all of this into an order. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't act, you know, don't, as we've made mention quite a few times, a lot of people don't realize that, oh. it, you know, that it isn't ever really taught in order. You know, it's all over the place. You, you it's can, all you, over you the place. Go yeah. sit down in an American history class in a high school today and see how, you know, much it jumps from one thing yeah. to another at different points of the world, different points of time. You know, they, they, for the most part, you got a lot of people thinking that, you know, the stuff that happened in Egypt happened so long ago and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, when you really look at it in the extended timeline, it's, well, yeah, it's, a, it's a blip it. on the radar, you know, compared yeah. to the, compared to the history that's back in there. But I do like to, you know, circle back to the fact that, you know, like Vanna said, a lot of the, a lot of times there is a lot of, of history and stuff that's out there that is most definitely, you know, written by the victors. Um, yes. And, and so you've got to, you, you, you know, there's we, we cover a lot of things on here a lot, like as far as like hidden history and stuff like that, because there's mm -hmm. there's pieces of history that don't fit into even this chronological order that that right. pop up. And you're just like, you know, where where does this where even does come that go? From? Yeah. Where did this even come from? Where did this even happen? Mm -hmm. We something we talk about quite frequently, actually, on this show is that, there, you know, because everybody's into like the current thing is, is it's a great reset. And I'm just like, well, I think there was. There was another one you know prior to this like I, I think i think that a lot of history has been very altered by things like the vatican and things like the yes. rothschilds and stuff like that to to a point you know as i mentioned earlier that we're repeating it because we're not you know we're not know, learning we're not learning it fully we're not learning it truthfully yeah and and you know with all that you know you you find that there's a lot of a lot of things that are left unanswered and you know yes. that, those, those those are definitely some of the things that i like to dig into like mm -hmm. you know there's 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 proof that there were definitely more advanced civilizations at some point in time before our mm -hmm. chronological even the chronological history that you have there that you know there right. was because there was there there were things that that are just completely unexplainable and right. hieroglyphs or even in written history that you're just like well wait a minute we're where does this even come from? Like, yeah, where? You know, well, it's, it's, it, history. History has always been a, a favorite subject for me. I used to, I used to get drugged a lot <laughs> in, in school because <laughs> I, would, I would be like, let's let's add this to it, you know. Or right. I, I, I ended up, I, I caused an entire. Uh, I remember this in eighth grade. I caused the entire eighth grade world history class to have to teach the class for a day because the teacher. Mm -hmm. 
the teacher got to the point where we get close to World War II, and at the time of my life, I was very into studying that. Mm -hmm. I had okay. I had documents, and you wow. know, I made dioramas and everything, and, and wow, it, it turned into a project, and then it turned into well, the entire eighth grade has to do this project, and each person's going to spend a day teaching a subject that they want to teach, and I, I I spent a few of those classes inside of a locker because you know I I, I totally deserved it because I was the guy who led to <laughs> everybody having to do the project. And, Right. Oops. But, you know, it's just, you know, I've always been fascinated by history and I'm always, I'm always looking for more. I think there's okay. more, you know, out there than there is even, then even we have documented that, like, I think there's ways of documenting things that we haven't, right. You know, we so haven't like, found yet. Like you, you touched on um, Adam and Eve, like the flood period, if you will. So if I, in my timeline, I go from 1 to 4,000 BC, right? Or Noah. This is kind of where if you're an if you're a evolutionist, you're going to believe in the year 4,000 BC, we were oozing out of the water, coming, becoming fish. Okay? But if you're a creationist, you're going to believe in Noah. And if you're a creationist, you're going to believe in the theory of Adam and Eve. Okay? So let's just... Let's just say Adam was a thousand years old because the Bible says that he was about what nine hundred and sixty some years old when sure. he when the flood happened. So let's just say a thousand. So we're going to go five thousand BC to four thousand BC is a is a thousand years, right? So Adam, Eve, maybe about a thousand years. Adam and Eve come along, right? Then. <clears throat> They did what they did. And then if you watch Ancient Aliens, then we're learning that the, the angels that came down from heaven who procreated with the females and created what we call demigods, right? So you had Poseidon, you had the, um, the winged beast, the unicorns, and those, those were real things if you if you're a creationist you're going to believe that adam and eve was there that that those angels came down like i said they had relations they created demigods and when noah and his family came they brought the stories with them of the flood and of poseidon and and the winged beasts and the unicorns and stuff so those things were actually real just when Noah and his family started to procreate and become many on the earth, the stories just, you know, multiplied and they change. We know that <laughs> we know that happens in history, right? The story begins this way and it ends this way. So it's the same thing. You know, they were splicing DNA. Adam and Eve in their time, they were splicing our DNA, making half man, half beast. Right. Which, oh, I mean, yeah, the chimera thing like that's, you know, I, I, I try to tell people, people are like surprised that they just hear about chimeras now, like in the news and stuff. And right. I'm like, no, no, the, the, the chimera type project has been something going on for eons for a long time. A long time. Scientists <laughs> yeah. have been playing in that world longer than I think people realize. And mm -hmm. And like, there's, there's definitely some truth to like that. What's that old, that old movie, the, uh, the Island of Dr. Monroe. Like, oh, I, truly, yeah. I truly believe there's some truth to that. Yeah. Oh, the new yeah, one absolutely. with Val Kilmer and, uh, oh, Dr. what was the Val Kilmer Monroe. one? And oh, I haven't uh, seen who, that. Did, who was the one that played, uh, 
the guy that actually played Dr. Moreau was um original guy? Oh my god, the Godfather. Oh. What was the same actor oh, that played the Godfather? The guy that played the Godfather? Yeah. Brando? Brando. Marlon Brando. Yeah, Marlon Brando. Marlon, Marlon Brando, Brando played yeah. Dr. Moreau and Val Kilmer was the visiting scientist. That's right. It's actually a really good movie. Got totally drug on movie ratings, <laughs> but oh. it's actually pretty good. It is. I and, think that's- and speaking of the island of Dr. Moreau, um, there was a island off New York, New York, and there was a just uh, a load of weird-looking creatures that have washed up onto the shore oh, sure. of yes. Jersey and Manhattan. A lot of no, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of that took. Um, there's a lot of stuff that touches in that that goes along with uh, the Montauk Project, which mm-hmm. which is something you know you can you can definitely look up. It was a real thing that happened, and mm-hmm. they were they were definitely doing you know like chimera type experiments yeah. during of that, the, DNA. the Montauk yeah. Project. And like they've you know I don't know if you've heard, but just recently they they passed a law to make it okay to do chimera projects, and I'm just like it's Yikes. not okay to do it's chimera. Not okay. Yeah, China <laughs> yeah. was. China was crossing monkeys with humans. Yeah. Yeah. And Russia's even, I've I've even heard Russia doing that too. They've been doing it since Adam and Eve. Russia's been doing it. Uh, That's what they think caused the Dyatlov Pass incident. Yeah. Yeah. So the paperwork is there. Some of it is, like you said, some of it isn't. Sure. But, But like I said, you know, you... We're smart. We can put things together and Absolutely. we can change things. You know, there, we, as a society, as, as Americans, if we have, if we use this particular timeline to educate our children, you know, literally, sure. I, I think we would be able to educate people up pretty quickly. Um, our children, I mean, our children are smart. You know, Disney's been putting out movies. They put out a movie and I thought it was the greatest movie ever. It was called uh, the um, Peabody, Mr. Sherman and Peabody. Um, perfect movie for children because it literally takes moments of history and it plays out throughout the movie. It's, I don't even, I don't think it's chronological though, but you know, they, yeah. they put things out there that children will understand that, Oh, that happened when in history, my oh, grandsons oh. are perfect examples. Cause you know, when we watch that movie, I went and ran and put my timeline on the wall. And every time we watched that movie, <laughs> the kids that I would run over there and be like, oh, this, oh yeah, this is this part in history. This is where this happened in history. No, yeah, uh, no, that's, you know, that's a fantastic way. And I, you know, I like, you know, I'm, I'm, I've ventured away from the public school system because it's, mm-hmm. you know, it is, I, I find it as absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, we, we are on the homeschool venture, of course. And like, we, we, we have, I'll say I say there's no right way to homeschool. Like I've I've learned that lesson already. Right. Um, but I have learned that the kids want to, you know, they want to learn things when they want to learn it. And when they you know, want to when when right. we get into like history type things, I try to mm-hmm. I try to reference things that we've already talked about and be like, okay, you know, this this happened before this, but after this, you know, we we don't actually mm-hmm. have a timeline hanging up like you, of course, have back there behind you but like you know i think i think that would be a great learning tool something to add to my own collection actually because it yeah. would be able to you know to help break it down so the kids could see yes. better where it is and you know in, it's just data it's yep. information it's knowledge and it, and it slides right into these slots just like they're supposed to 
So as you're doing the history, it comes along and you're like, oh, well, I could just scoot that over a little bit. Oh, that happened that year, not this year, like science or, you know, they teach that it happened in this year. Oh, it must have been a year or two before, you know, so they can't really, you know, I can't really say it was this year, but maybe it was within two or three years. And then that's another way for them to. Sure. Sure. I mean, that's something we were talking about before we actually even started recording, you know, it was mm -hmm. like, like a, th a thing that they like to do is they'll show you, they'll show you pictures that were in the same era, but because mm -hmm. I guess they're trying to play mind tricks on you, they'll show you that one set of pictures in yep. color and then another set of pictures in black and yep. white. And so yep. your brain thinks that because it's in black and white, that it's automatically further back than that. Further not thinking that. that, you know, some people just couldn't afford the color camera. All they had yeah. was <laughs> And they just didn't have one. It was just like people when they couldn't afford a color TV. Some people just yes. have black and white. You know, it, yeah. it's it's it, technology progresses, you know, through this timeline that we're talking about, of course. Yes. And and as as it progresses, you know, more things become more common. You know, it, 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 it a great example is when you get to talking to somebody, especially me, I can tell my kids about <laughs> cassette tapes and CDs. And right. Like, what, what is what? that? And I'm just like. <laughs> Oh, wait till I talk about VHS tapes. And they're just like, huh? Oh, the <laughs> you know, it's just like, you know, and it's laser it's, disc, it's, anybody? Laser disc? Right. Let's talk about the fact yeah. that, hey, right. somebody could have sent a samurai, could have sent Abraham Lincoln a fax. Yes. Ah. Yes. That was, uh, that's, that's one of those things that I've, I've, uh, that's I've the way you brought past. that up and I put that in back in, I put that on note. It's <laughs> like, because like, all of the three of those machine. existed at the, coincided yeah. with the yes thank you with when but, lincoln was in uh, when lincoln was in office and samurai yes. the last samurai house was you know before it was deconstructed or whatever and then you know you, you can you can you know and that, that's other things that i was adding to when we were talking earlier like betty white being technically older than sliced bread <laughs> and when i say right. that i mean like marketed sliced bread that you can yes. buy at the grocery store but like, you know, yeah, that's that. <laughs> and, and, and even chocolate chip cookies for that fact. Chocolate chip yeah. cookies weren't something that were marketed to people and sold until right. after Betty White, you know, like, yeah. it's just, it's, <laughs> yeah. well, it's just look at the time span between when we took flight and made it to the moon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, look like I, and, and, and see, this also gets into some of that hidden stuff, though, because if you go where we take plane flight, look at how many people were flying in Zeppelins across the world. Like that's, mm -hmm. you know, that's something that's not really ever touched on. But Zeppelins at one point in time were the preferred form of air travel. And, you know, they were they were out there traveling across the country and across the world even before planes were even thought of. So I have to step out for just a second. I'll be right back. So it's just one of those, it's just one of those things, you know, that when, when it comes to trying to put history into a chronological order, you know, I find it, I find it pretty admirable because there is, there is just so much there, you know, you know like you keep pointing out there, Bandit, is on top of there being so much there, there's also so much that's hidden. Like I would, man, I, what I would do to look, to get underneath the Vatican for an hour. I mean, I know it's not enough, but hell, I'd love it. That's not even hours. close to being enough. What they okay. have stored there is unreal. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yes, the Vatican. The thing, yeah, the things stored underneath the Vatican, like the history that's just that eyes have eyes in hundreds of years have probably never even seen. You know, history what I'm that isn't even in the history books. 
it's yeah it's just yeah. not it's it's nobody even knows about it yeah. at all well and, at all and, Again. and like you know it's amazing and i think and i think but when you're putting it in this chronological order you can actually find those holes better thank you that's you know my I'm point saying? like yes that's my point you know we're not out here you know we're not out here not knowing what to do we can fix things um I think so. we you know the bigger part is is we have to address the Catholic Church, because the Catholic Church holds a lot of our original documentation regarding this country and the way things happened. Okay, so <laughs> um, there was another good point I was going to make about that in particular, because because the Catholic well it, again it goes back to the um, the Treaty of what was it <laughs> Tordesia. Have you have you heard of that treaty? Okay, so yes, the treaty. Yes, I don't yeah. Okay, so most people don't. Like I said, it's it in that particular treaty is where they address the issue of uh, the the globe itself, where the Catholic Church took it upon themselves to make a concordance, a treaty, whatever you want to call it, with the government of Spain and Portugal when they were taking over the world. Okay. So in that treaty, like I said, it, it's, there's a, the picture of the globe, a picture of a map and the map shows the Northern hemisphere, the Southern hemisphere, the equator, the degrees of, you know, of longitude and latitude. And like I said, today, when we are, when people were building the GPS systems, that was the document that they used to build the foundation for GPS and a lot of other documents that the church holds. And so how do we take that knowledge away from the church, you know, and say, well, it's, it's global. It is global, but only if the church allows you to use it. Okay. So there's a per another perfect example is, the the etymology of words you know the the evolution of words the word world this is another thing like i put on my timeline the world in chronological order because i am talking about the people because god so loved the world he gave his only begotten son or the world is lying in the power of the wicked one right so it's the people so when i say that the world in chronological order I'm talking about the way things happen, the, the order in which things happen with humanity. <clears throat> um, the world, you know, the world is chronological on its own. The earth itself is chronological on its own, right? It was created by God, you know, and so it, yeah. it just goes on and on and on and on. Um, the thing too, like IA, you know, one of my things about IA is I, I believe that artificial intelligence will only go so far because God won't allow his creation, man, to be destroyed by artificial intelligence because they have no soul to be judged. He could not judge an entire race of robots killing his people, right? So therein lies the, don't be afraid. They're not going to completely kill us and wipe us out. God would not allow such a thing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, this is something that me and... You know, me and Bandit point out a lot because we we tend to drift into AI talks 
mm-hmm. not frequently, but it uh, it does right. come up, you know, with different guests and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. and one thing that I like to you know mention all the time is that even even though they have this simulation, this world sentient simulation that you know mm-hmm. is is you know helping them make their plans. At the end, every single time, humanity always wins because right. you know the the evil never prevails, and that's something we point out that even even throughout all known history, mm-hmm. is that the people always prevail in the end. You know, and it might only be for a short time before the the next tyrant comes in and right. does what they do or whatever. But but you know, at at a point, the people are pushed to the point of no return and they're just right. like all right we're you know we've had enough yeah, we've it's had time enough. for a regimen change you know and, and, and it's which it's, is where we are which which yeah yeah there's a with your chronological time you can see this better than anybody else i guess you know what it, what is it bandit it's every 80 ish years or so you can see when something we, like this we're overdue <laughs> you can we're watch overdue. The it's like every it's like every 80 the it's cycle. an 80 year cycle between um like a uh sort of like a plague type event okay finan- uh economic disaster and war mm-hmm. those three things usually coincide close to each other in 80 year cycles and it's interesting because like i said those cycles while the original players might be different they're still the same because they're passed down from generation oh, yeah. and families you know, those types of things. So they keep the information close, <laughs> you know, and then the cycle, like you said, it comes, it goes, and it comes and it goes. Somebody's controlling that cycle. Sure. And, you know, over time, it's been the financial institutions, families, dynasties of, of people controlling things. You know, one of the other things about learning uh, i meant to say mention this earlier have you ever heard the term um autodidactic yes okay so i think we all are autodidactic every single one of us and we don't need somebody to teach us these facts they're already out there yes a a historian archaeologist they know it too and then they're trying to get you to you know learn all this information but they confuse it so it makes it harder for you to do they have it, but you know they too may have it in pieces. Um, my father-in-law was a was a history teacher, a librarian, you know. And when I showed him this timeline several years ago, his first thought was, "Oh, you need to patent that." <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> my, but again, you know, the information is already out there. It's in every classroom. You know, the the whole education system is getting ready to change. We have these immigrants that are coming in and, you know, we need to teach them. And if we teach them this equal type of knowledge, this knowledge and it's, it becomes equal, everybody has it. Then, then you don't have, uh, you know, these unequal housing issues. You don't have, you know, education issues, housing issues, political issues, because everybody's kind of on the same page. Sure. Sure. I mean, really, at the root of it, if I, I think if you get if you teach history right, you're not only going to cover <clears throat> you know history, but you're also going to cover science, math, and reading everything all at the same yes. time. Like, all of this, and then those those numbers and those things actually mean something. They're not just some random right. things, right? They actually mean something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know. No. no this and, is. 
this has all been, you know, extremely fascinating. You know, and I, 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 as I've mentioned a few times already this evening and, and before we even got started earlier this evening, you know, I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing this information with me. You know, you reached Absolutely. out to me on, uh, on one of the pages that I run memes on. Uh, it's called Defeat the mm -hmm. Media for anybody out there mm -hmm. that, you know, listening and stuff. We've had the, we've had the actual creator of that page on the show a couple times. Real good, oh, nice guy okay. lives out in Australia. His name's Terry. Ah, um and he funny. uh I'm, I'm i'm one of the uh i'm one of the kind of the extra guys on that page i, I okay. they, they they had me join in a long time ago because he liked my work as far as like memes and and kind okay. of the attitude that i have because sometimes okay. I, I can be a little quirky when it comes to oh. some of the things that i that i say and do we just we okay. like to have fun i like to make people laugh i uh yeah i think laughter okay. is the key to a lot of things so you know i, I again i i I greatly appreciate you reaching out to the reaching out to the sh to the page to get yourself yes. onto the show and ladies and gentlemen out there watching and listening it, it really is that simple all you got to do is reach out to me and i'll i'll get you lined up on here especially if you've got right. just something fascinating to talk about like yeah. like she has tonight you know and i i implore people to to dig into this further you, you as she's made mention several times tonight you can put history in chronological order yourself mm -hmm. the information yep. is out there whether it it's be school, out there the library, yep. even the internet. You know, the internet is a is a great like, double edged sword that you can like find. Google is a Google is an awesome engine. <laughs> yeah, and you know, don't just don't always settle for the first thing that you find on there. Just keep right. digging yeah. and keep, keep looking digging. because you'll you'll piece things together. You might have some holes, and that's where I come in because I like uh -huh. to I like to expand your train of thought. You know, there's those holes are there, but there's bits and pieces that point to the parts who fill in those right. holes. And fill when you holes. start filling in those holes, it you get considered a conspiracy theorist, but right. look, how, look how quick you can fill in the holes nowadays. And six months later, we're being proven yeah, right. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a common thing. So Thank you. before, yeah. before I get ready to wrap this up this evening, is there, is there anything else that you would like to add to, to this before I let Bandit ask you a couple questions? Um, no, just like I said, that anything, any information that is on this timeline has been analyzed. It's been, researched and put out there for all the world to see by the academics of the world, <laughs> you know, so it's a for real timeline. And like I said, it could be used as a, as a, um, as a part of the curriculum, which is my ultimate goal was to put this particular timeline out with the schools where you have your ABCs, your one, two, threes, and then you'll have your timeline. Have you have you like approached your local? I have. I've been. Um. I've worked with several people for the last uh, last year and a half, two years maybe. I've spent hours and hours and hours just sitting at my computer, you know, emailing it or or facebooking it, or I spent several days mailing stuff, uh, my timeline, and then my my little speech to all the schools across the country. So in the last year and a half, maybe last year and a half, I've spent hours and hours and hours just putting it out there, just getting it out there. And my, my quote was, or my, my line was that this is how we take our schools and country back. Or the other one I would use is just sharing knowledge and information. And then I sent it out, just sharing. This is what I did. I'm just sharing it. Facebook wasn't appreciating it much. Sure, <laughs> they sure. were they were cutting me off. <laughs> well, 
Well, like, you know, you, you keep making reference to like the Rothschilds and stuff, but I can, you know, it, when, when you get into that, I can, I can trace Mark Zuckerberg back to the Rothschilds, you know, he's, there you he, go. He's, he's Generation. Actually, he's actually Generation. A part of that same whole group, you know, and, yeah. and, and it's, it, it, it is amazing. It once you start tracing lines where you can lead to history. So bandit, you got anything you'd like to ask or add before we, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Thank and, you. And, and again, you know, Miss Debbie, this has been a fantastic evening, and I appreciate you, of course. And you know, I, I, I hope some other folks get out there and try to try to do this for themselves, and you know, be on the lookout for her doing this. Like, like she said, she's out there promoting it herself. And you know, if you Never hear somebody talk about that chronological time order, think, try to think back to this, because you know, this is, I think, this is some good information out there for you guys. So I, I, I appreciate you coming on this evening and and sharing this knowledge with us. It's, it's thank you. I appreciate being invited. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Very so, much appreciate it. And, 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 so, of course, and so, of course, you guys, as you know, uh, make sure you check out our sponsors, of course. You got Kirk Elliott, phd.com uh, forward slash Jim Bob for, uh, forward slash. You got pgkcreations.com. Make sure you get over to unconstitutionalawakening.com and check out our merch, our merch store and get yourself some cool Unconstitutional Awakening merch that's out there for everybody to wear and, you know, look cool and look hip like this guy right here. And I hope <laughs> you guys you have a great evening out there that are watching and listening and we'll catch you next time on unconstitutional awakening thank you very much thank you